Hi, my name is Jameson. Welcome to the Unexpected Experts Podcast, a show where we dive into the vast spectrum of human knowledge and the ways that our experiences make us experts in unexpected ways. Thanks so much for listening. Hey everybody, just wanted to jump on here quick before the episode starts. We uh, we did the best we could this week with the audio and we are trying out some different programs and different softwares to do audio recordings uh, remotely. And so, uh, yeah, with different Chrome proxy servers, etc., and networks and servers and all that, we, we had to record this on uh, Microsoft Teams. So the audio quality is not super great this week, but it's still a terrific conversation and we really had a blast chatting. So uh, without any further ado, please enjoy this episode with our, our good friend Henrik. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. No, it's not your turn yet. <laughs> oh, I'll keep quiet. I'll just you go, you go, and I'll wait. Uh, welcome everybody. <laughs> welcome. To another episode, another show. To another we... unexpected experts. Yeah. Here we are. We have a wackadoo guest on today. <laughs> um, that is wackadoo. That is how we'll introduce him, and he does not need no further introduction. No. <laughs> just kidding. Wackadoo. Wackadoo. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, our, our wackadoo guest this week is uh, Henrik Edestrom. <laughs> um, yeah. Andrew and Why I. Why did you both... laugh? You laughed right after you said that. <laughs> after well, it's you said Henrik Edestrom, having... and then you kafad. Because we're having a funny moment, Henrik yeah. Edestrom. Uh, but Henrik and I and Andrea all know each other maybe too well. <laughs> and uh so henrik is the director of the new west symphony and chorus that andrea and i are both members in and we sing in mm-hmm. and we, we tend known to each other reference for... often on this show we do oh, yeah we, we talk do. about new west all the time like oh we had a concert cool. this week or we did cool. this or we had the gala or, or complain about, complain about the director yeah i was gonna complain say henrik of... oh, yeah. hasn't listened to all the times we've complained about him so <laughs> yeah just go back and, and well, listen to all the episodes and, and try and get a uh Try and get it like a tally of all the all, all the times we diss you on oh, on the air, right. you know. Yeah, be a fun. It could be a fun drinking game. There we go. <laughs> I'm just there kidding. we go. We don't diss you. Every time we mention um, the West, we thought that it would be fun to have Henrik on a because we were in desperate need of a guest, and b. <laughs> but honestly, like Henrik has been on my list for a while, so I'm glad that we were we able to make this work um, with the technology not working on our mm-hmm. other programs, which we'll have to figure out mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> anyway. But uh, yeah, Hendrik, we're, we're happy to have you on and we're happy to chat and just kind of hang out for the evening, really. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's a pretty chill type of episode, I think, um, being as we all know each other pretty well. And uh, really, like, we, we just want to pick your brain a little bit. And But you want to, you want to be, un, you want to be, I'm unexpected about something. So you want to be surprised about something during the night. We would right. love to be surprised. <laughs> please, please bring some surprise into our life. Give us, we, give us some surprise. We need it. It might, it might happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, we always start our show when we have a guest on just talking about, um, well, I mean, normally we would give them a little bit more of an introduction, but it just didn't feel right in the moment. So <laughs> <It's true. laughs> that was all it's you true. got. Um, but 
normally we ask our guests what their origin story is just to give us a little bit of a background as to who you are and how you came to be (laughs) who and what you are you want to know how i came to be we don't need to know the birds I mean, and the bees. We don't need all the all the graphic detail. <laughs> no, we don't sure. need the bird we don't need the birds and the bees detail. Well, we just need... But more more like like what things in life made you the person that you are or what what things have really shaped your perspective on how you view the world, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Cool. Usually that's like I was born here and I yeah. and my family's from here and like I went to yeah. school here and like I went to church and I went to school and I went to or you know, college, all that. So. Okay, cool. Uh, my name, my full name is Henrik Johan Emanuel Edestrom. Are you surprised already? Did you know my? I full didn't name? know that, that you was had that two... was very that was very unexpected. Yeah. Johan <laughs> Emanuel. <laughs> I didn't know you had two middle names. That's cool. Yeah, I was born in southern Sweden in a place called Småland, small land, and the town is called uh, Nibro, which means New Bridge. And mm. I'm the youngest of three. There's three of us, and. Wow. Um, um, but my dad was a furniture manufacturer in southern Sweden. He was very good friends with the um, founder and owner of IKEA. And I was going to say, did he work no for kidding. IKEA? He, wow, that's my, cool. my grandfather helped uh, Ingmar in, in Kamprad start IKEA. But anyways, but we it was it's a thing to do in southern Sweden. There's lots of furniture store furniture manufacturers, and then my dad um, he lived in the states for a while, but then he wanted to move back to North America and start a started a furniture company in North America. So we moved to Kingston, Ontario when I was three. So mm-hmm. we immigrated to Canada and um, had a furniture company there for about eight, nine years. And it was uh, not a uh, not a great time for the economy at late 70s and early 80s. And so that went south and um, he went into music ministry. So then from there, we moved from there to Saskatoon. We were in Saskatoon for my uh six seven eight uh, in grade school years and um then from there he was a music director there in a church which is great you know it's, it was good youth group and all stuff and then we moved from there to toronto so okay so like all my, over ontario yeah. a little bit then hey and then um uh my dad was in the toronto area and um i went to high school in brampton and mississauga and I was in the. Uh, I played oboe in the orchestra. Uh, oh, that's unexpected. Know. Yeah, see, I told I you. Am my learning things. Wow. It was actually funny. Uh, there was, um, but I had this oh, one sure. uh, music uh, band teacher. After my first year in grade nine, uh, I had played oboe, and he says, "You know, you might want to switch to clarinet." And I got so, <laughs> I got so pissed off that's that so I took funny. lessons. I took lessons the next year. I worked so hard. And uh, the end of the second year of grade 10, he came back to me and he apologized that he had said that to me. Wow. And his, name is, his name is Stephen Hatfield, and he's a very recognized oh. Canadian composer that lives You're out in British really Columbia. calling him out. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, stu- I, do, I would like to get, together, uh, get connected with Stephen because he's a very accomplished uh, Canadian composer. I don't think we'll get him for this Canadian concert we're coming up because we have too much music already, but... Uh, then I, when I finished high school, I wanted to go, I wanted to study politics. So I went to University of Western Ontario and I studied poli sci. And so my first wow. director is in my first um, degree uh, is in poli sci and your head just whipped. Did you not know yeah. that? 
No, I didn't know That's that. That's crazy. I didn't know that either. So I'm 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 living we, up. I'm living up to your title. In like, <laughs> you are. Yeah. I guess well, we know I mean, you mostly I, you're in like living the up music to the context. unexpected part. I don't know. Right. That's what I'm are saying. You an expert in no, I'm sorry. So yeah. and then I was I decided that what I wanted to do is I wanted to you know work in, in a couple of Canadian embassies across the across the world and especially in Sweden. So I was going to go apply to work in Sweden. But the Canadian Embassy, and ultimately, my goal was to be Can- uh, Prime Minister of Canada. That was my ultimate goal. Wow! And uh, but then my mom got sick with cancer, and after mm. my university, I decided to stay home that year with her. She right. passed. But then during that time, I was like, you know, I should just take a year, just do music for fun, mm-hmm. uh, just do music for because I hadn't done it uh, in you know university level at all. Did you dust um, off your oboe again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> my dad, uh, my dad would always have his groups from uh, Azusa Pacific would come up to our churches in right. uh, Toronto. And so uh, one group came, a small group came uh, from California to Mississauga, the Mississauga Gospel Temple, Pentecostal Church, and my dad was music director at. And uh, there was a brunette that I saw the... Uh, one Saturday night, walking out of the van, and then the next day she sang uh, in a small group, and I was and smitten. Fell in love, and we chatted afterwards, and Instant we connection. wrote letters. Oh, you know, we would we would uh, we would send tapes to each other. We would do this. No, we'd re- we would we would record and <sighs> put music and talk, and then we sent tapes. And I worked for FedEx FedEx that year between um, Western and Azusa, um, so I would send her packages. Uh, oh my next, gosh! And it would have, and then, and then uh, the beauty of it before September 11th hat hit, we could fly, we could jump seat. So I would be in Toronto, and I would say, "Hey, you're getting a package tomorrow," and I would get on a plane at at, uh, at Pearson, and I would fly to Memphis, wait for the packages, and then I would catch a flight from Memphis in the middle of the night to Los Angeles, and then so I would take surprise a surprise take, take a van out, and I'd surprise her. So I did like oh that my three times. Was, and and you'd be sitting up there with the with the pilots. It was awesome. Uh, no but you like cast, wow. cast like away, in the cockpit. Ca- yeah, and then Castaway is also has a he has a reference in it. You see FedEx where he's in the he's in right outside the cockpit, and that's where everything blows up. That so that's that's what you could be inside the cockpit or in watching the packages. But wow. it was great, and wow. it was free. It was free. Like it didn't cost you anything because you worked like you, for FedEx. And, right, you had to be you, a FedEx. You would employee. you would just sign up to you want to go this way, and then you'd sign up to get back. And so I do it. I let go let go for a weekend, and I come back from LA. That is, that is bonkers. It was so, what but they don't, time. they don't, they don't wow. do that anymore. It was super cool. But um, no kidding. Um, so uh, my mom died of cancer when she was fifty-five. I was twenty-one. Uh, so and then after that next year, my sister mo- went back to England. She was studying. My my brother went to a place called Providence College in Manitoba, and I went to Azusa. And my brother and I basically did the same thing. He was six years older, and he's like, "I'm gonna go take a year and just do music." And I did the same thing. Mm. Went to Azusa. And sang in the choir under Dr. Bonner and uh, Rob and I were dating at the time. And then during that year, I was and I only did music courses. I didn't do anything else. And I mm-hmm. realized, oh, well. oh, I get and I realized, oh, I can skip skip some courses, you know, because I already knew stuff and advanced. And uh, and then I realized I was pretty good at conducting. And then I jumped mm-hmm. from there into the master's program. So I did hmm. one full year of music, and then the next year I went to the master's program. Wow! And was, wow! And then I was, and I was in the master's in uh, music for two years there. Right. So I graduated That's in 1995 wild. from the Pacific. Yeah, <laughs> Man, I don't want to know. <laughs> 
for the listeners on Tuesday night at rehearsal, this was a big joke. Or no, it was after our concert on Saturday. It was a big joke. We were talking how old I was I am. sitting at a table with a whole bunch of people. Um I would say many of whom were uh older than me. Well, everyone was older than me, but like there were three of you that were old enough to be my parents. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> and so then I had to point out every time they were like, Oh, I remember back in nineteen ninety two and I'd be like <laughs> I was two. <laughs> Just to like rub it in. <laughs> the age difference is awesome. Anyway, sorry. Nineteen ninety five. Yeah, so nineteen ninety five I graduated and yeah, ninety five graduated and Robin had graduated a couple of years before that. She was in the Bay Area. We got married in the Bay Area on July first. Uh, oh. in and so you know it's always a holiday when you mm-hmm. live in Canada so um and uh right before that um I decided okay well I, I uh wanted to work in a college setting like a Christian college or mm-hmm. uh and okay. so then um a guy named uh, Henry Shore called uh Dr. Bonner and I was in Doc's house that day working on some music with for oh, him. Oh, wild. Right? Yeah. And and Henry wow. asked Doc, do you know of anybody that would, could come take over the music program at our, our church center street that's kind of exploding at this time? And he said, well, actually, the guy I suggest is in the next room, and he's a Canadian. So I got on the phone with Henry, wow. and Henry pitched me uh, center street, and then um, I uh, I was like, well, I'm not sure if I want to do a church, a church position. He said, well, we because I was kind of want to work at a college. He goes, well, we actually have right. a partnership with Rocky Mountain College. Maybe you could do some work there too. So he kind of he kind of roped me in on that, but I didn't yeah. I didn't actually I didn't actually get into Rocky until four years later when when, <laughs> when the director um, um, stepped down. Then I took over and I did both Center Street and Rocky at the same time. Okay. So um, so you were directing the Center Street Choir for four years and then. After no, after I did the both. director at Rocky. Yeah, I took over there left, too. Then you, then you were at Rocky as well. Uh, no, I did both though. I so I was the oh at at Center Street. I was the worship pastor, oversaw okay. everything, and then I also took on the arts director at Rocky at the same at the same time. Okay. So I did gotcha. I did both jobs for about six years. Um, Center Street was great. It was it was a, it was a cool time because everything was booming. Uh, like it was just growth and we have new buildings and it was super, mm. um, super exciting. And then Rocky was just, was just, um, was just wonderful. Like in Rocky was, it was, um, we got the tour and we got to do albums and got to meet so many people yeah. that are still actually still are in new West right now. Um, it was, um, it was an awesome time. Hmm. So then my, then Robin wanted to go to, uh, do her masters years later. Uh, she said, oh, you know, I, I, I need to pursue music. And so in 2006, 2007, she started applying. And um, and then she got into Manhattan School of Music. And we're like, okay, well, it's uh, actually, so yeah. I had left Center Street in 2005, but I was still at Rocky. And um, and then so in 2007, I left Rocky and we all moved to New York. And I actually couldn't work right away because I didn't, I was, I can get my, I was getting my right. green card because of Robin, because she's American, but it was yep. taking so long. So they kicked me out of the country. I can only be there for a certain amount of time. So I went back to Toronto waiting for my green card and I needed a job. So I worked at a place called Porter Airlines and I oh, actually goodness. was, I was actually directing, instead of directing choirs and orchestra, I was directing planes. 
to get and <laughs> oh center gosh. island in toronto wow. and i do i do the lab and i do the i would do the the bags so i did that for a few uh months until i got my american uh, green card and then i moved hmm. back down wow so in 2008 i was uh, officially able to work in 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 new york in the u.s and that's when i started symphony course so the symphony course uh, right and NY- yes. nyc is capitalized in and it's all pushed together so it's What's its cool little name? So clever. I was I was on a crosstown bus, um, and I was like, "What was in? What could it be a cool name?" And I just realized it put symphony and chorus together and capitalize NYC. It's a cool little hook. Yeah. Two thousand eight, we started that from like nothing. Like we just sent out emails and to churches, and it's been going now sixteen years. Wow. So, wow. That's that's incredible. And then after Robin, I mean, very, very similar, like origin story to new West too, like just letters being sent out and then people showed up like mm-hmm. a similar yeah, type of thing. Um, new West was, a, uh, you know, because Jonathan was one of my students at Rocky and then he went to Cal Baptist mm. and he studied with doc. So he right. came back and then he's, you know, he kind of did a similar thing where, um, he started, you know, some of the people that he'd, we'd done music with together with, he asked them yeah. to join the, group, join the group. So it's a very a similar, um, story in that, um, how, and then, uh, so in 2010, I didn't, uh, Robin was done her, well, 2009, she was done and she needed, she was done in school and we're like, where are we going to stay? And I wanted to stay in the area because I started this group and I wanted to stay in the area for her to pursue singing uh, professionally. Mm. So then I got a church job in Connecticut, which is just outside the city, about an hour and a bit in Ridgefield, Connecticut, Jesse Lee Church. Right. It was great. They, and they let me do the symphony chorus and, and do all that I need to do. And so I drive in Monday nights and then I drive back. And then uh, in 2017, uh, I remember Des calling me. And I was walking through around Manhattan. I remember by the Apple store in Central Park, <laughs> uh, mm. right across from the plaza. And she said, uh, yeah, Jonathan's not coming back. And I was like, uh, and she's, so I said, I'll do it. She goes, yeah, are you free on Tuesday nights? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's when, and then she pitched it to the board that I would fly back on Tuesdays to rehearse new West. Uh, and then I would fly back to Connecticut through LaGuardia and, um, yeah. And Joe, uh, Joe was really like, who was the board chair at that time. And, and now is again, was like, yeah, he can do this. So I was just supposed to do it the fall. Right, and then in the in January, I remember uh, they specifically said, "Okay, January, I'll let you a break." Chad ran it, and then come back in February. So I came back in February, and then I did the did one more did one more session. But you guys, you guys were interviewing other people at this point to take mm-hmm. over. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember, I remember a couple uh, Earls how people were distraught with the with the new potential directors oh, yeah. and I'm just sitting in the corner going, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I, I'm out of this. And then they turned around a couple weeks later. I remember Dan Bonchi saying to me, it's okay. It'll be fine. And then, <laughs> and then a few weeks later they said, Hey, Henrik, we want you to take it over and we don't care. You don't have to move here. You don't have to do, you don't have to move. You can just do the travel thing again and keep it going. And I said, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't, at that point I didn't want anybody. I was cheering for the people to suck. I mean, I didn't right. want yeah. them to be good. I was you like, I, don't remember, yeah. I remember you saying that after the fact. I was, yeah. I was like, I don't want them to take over this thing now. <laughs> Man, forget that. Yeah. So then I did the commuting back and forth for, so I did that two, two and a half years. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to just step out in faith and just work with these choirs and orchestras and quit my church job and move. We moved to Cal. We moved to Calgary. I remember 
driving into the the house, and there was Andrea helping us get into the getting into parking our U-Haul. No one else. No, we parked in the U-Haul and welcoming <laughs> us, and we moved back in January. It was a crazy time to move back in yeah. freezing cold. And then two months later, I was started, for, and and I actually came. I we arrived on a Sunday morning, um, which it was really scary that day driving because it was super icy around. Mm-hmm. It was around. a it rough was, day yeah rough day so we got there and then we unloaded and then <laughs> we went to a new west party at mel's i oh, went wow, back yeah. home and the next morning i flew back to new york for a rehearsal <laughs> wow <laughs> i just <laughs> driven across the country and i flew back to rehearsal and then i did that until beginning of march and then the world shut down yeah and yeah. then covid yeah. So then it was yeah. it was it was a weird time because we were sitting here going, okay, we left this church, can't see my friends in New York, can't really hang out and friends with Calgary either. We're just and, sitting. And the at couch. the beginning of the pandemic too, New York was such a hot. No, spot. it was horrible. It was like insane. It, I mean, they had I mean they had trucks, you know, carrying bodies, and it was just yeah. People people seem to forget all this, but it was it was a it was a dark time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, but then you know we've rebuilt everything and and. Um, we're going good now. Yeah. Um, well, any questions on my origin story? <laughs> no. You know, the one thing that's interesting, I was thinking about, and I said it at my 50th birthday, I feel I feel like an alien wherever I am. Mm. Like um, when I'm here, everybody jokes around and says, oh, you're a Swede, the Swede, right? I'm the Swedish guy when I'm Canada. Sweet, when, sweet I'm in, when I'm in, yeah, when I'm in the U.S., <laughs> They're like, oh, you're the Canadian. Yeah. And and then when I go back to Sweden, they're like, well, you're, I mean, you've lived your whole life in North America. You're not, I mean, so I technically, I have my Swedish passport, which because I, because uh, I was born in Sweden, I have my Canadian mm-hmm. passport. And then I also got, because I had my green card, um, I didn't want to lose my green card. And I thought, you know, there's a chance I move, might move back to Canada, so I don't lose my green card. So then I, mm-hmm. I applied and I became an American citizen. Uh, it was actually a tip from that I got from Paul Brandt. So that's what I did. I, I got my uh, American citizenship. So I have three Smart. passports. So I use my U.S. Uh, I was a funny story. About a few months ago, I was crossing the border. I have a little Nexus card, you know, to make it faster. And I was crossing into the U.S. But you know how Toronto has it. You're crossing U.S. border, but you're in Toronto. Same right. with Calgary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the U.S. guy goes, uh, he looks on my card. He goes, oh, are you... Are you are you an American? I said, well, I'm dual. He goes, you're American. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. He just claims oh, right. you. He just claims no, you're American. No, it's because American is supersedes everybody else. Right. That's, right. that's what he, that's what yeah. he means. <laughs> but I feel that's like an funny. alien. I, so it's, it's um, like, if you are, are you, are you from Toronto? Well, I guess, but I only really lived there for, you know, eight years of my life. Are you a Calgarian? Right. No. Are you, are you a New Yorker? No, I mean, uh, it's so it's weird. So I do feel a little bit, uh, which is not a bad thing. I think it's kind of cool. It's so funny you mentioned that because I I was talking to Andrea before we even started yeah. recording, and I was saying That's like it. I remember Hendrick saying something at his fiftieth birthday about him feeling mm-hmm. so out of place in so many areas because he's like kind of from so many places, and like that identity piece is so interesting when when you've just had such a varied life experience, um, just geographically, like born in a certain place and then you were raised in a certain right. place and then you moved to a certain place and you move away and then you move back and then you move here and there. Like 
you know, who even are you? But right. I think, and, and I, I don't, I don't like, find that as a negative. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, no. I don't, totally, I, but it's, totally. it's, it's just a part of my identity. Yeah. You know, on Monday nights, I'm in New York with a bunch of friends that were doing this music. We go out, we went out to a bar afterwards and it was just super nice to get to know these people. And then the next night I'm with you guys. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 um, it's, it's, I know people make fun of my crazy life, but it is, it is, it is, I don't, I don't take it for granted. It's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, that's cool. But I, I guess it's, uh, it's also like a cool perspective, though, right? Like yeah, it gives you perspective absolutely. to be from all those places and to have experience in all those places and not just like a visitor. Like, I wonder how much as someone like you're born in Sweden, but it doesn't sound like you actually spent a lot of time there. No, the but form. I do. It's right. But I, I do feel a, a part of me feels very Swedish because my mom, mm-hmm. I, mean, I have a picture of my mom right in front of me. She would speak Swedish to me all my life. She mm. never really ever spoke English to me. She spoke Swedish to me. Oh, wow. That's cool. And then um, our, I mean, obviously she's very good at English with other people, but she just wouldn't do it with us. And then, um, you know, all the Swedish traditions, uh, the birthdays, you know, we, they'd wake, mm. come into your room and they'd sing happy birthday in the dark and with the, with the, with the candles and the, and, and then you'd open mm. presents and you have cake, mm. you know, it's just a very, that's, cute. that's a Swedish thing to do. Yeah. Um, right. uh, the the christmas things all the christmas traditions are all, it's all swedish so it's so in a way i do feel very swedish mm-hmm. the way i, the way I want it you know but when it comes to hockey who do i cheer for i cheer for canada you know it's so it's, oh interesting right right, right? yeah one, okay, sweden, if, if, one sweden to do well but if it, it's against them both i'm like okay it's a win-win but i mean sure. i would cheer for canada more than sweden so it's just it's it's interesting it's a it's yeah, I, I, it's all right. It's all good. I've, I've felt something similar, like with having a Dutch lineage, and right. I don't, I don't quite have the same affinity to it as you do. Like I don't really speak any Dutch, and I was born in Calgary, and so, and and my parents were both born here too. Like mm. I'm second generation or third generation. Third. That'd be, be third, third generation. Yeah. Um, and like I don't really speak the language. I was born here, but like I still have that part of me that identifies as Dutch, you know, even though mm-hmm. I'm so right. damn Canadian. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even I mean, even yeah. stuff like um, different traditions, different family things at Christmas and what we would do. And um, yeah. E- yeah. The only e- thing even, that the Irish I remember do differently like, is Brussels sprouts. You got Brussels sprouts at every meal. <laughs> and potatoes. Uh, that, that's a pretty yeah. Good I mean, and also good. people make make fun of me because my undergrads and poli sci and my graduates in music. I mean, that makes. I mean, that's just a super weird polar opposite for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know what? In some ways, though, looking back, like on some of the conversations that we have had, but not really had about like just the political diversity right. in Canada. Like, it makes sense now. Like, I think. I mean, I wouldn't call myself passionate about politics and I don't know if you would call yourself passionate about politics, but I'm happy to have conversations and I'm happy to like get into some things with certain people and not with other people. <laughs> I would um, think I would, I would, I would, I would say that I'm very, very passionate, but yeah. I have to keep my, I have to keep my mouth shut sometimes. Right. Right. Because totally, because yeah. I have a wide variety of people and I, and what's what I love about, New West and Sydney, of course, uh, is that there's a wide variety of people 
that can come together and make music and it doesn't matter at that moment yeah but mm-hmm. yeah. we can go afterwards to earl's or to wherever <laughs> and, 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 we can, and we can argue <laughs> about it and and yeah. but I, i'm careful to post too yeah. much i, I yeah. want i mean today i wanted to post and i mean, i just don't i just try yeah. not to because uh, um just because of, of the of the situation of but well, the, the I mean, opportunity to nice. lead i have so i gotta be careful and yeah. even not having that position of like quote unquote power like i think that there is something to be said for t- the type of person who um has the passionate view but is not one to just like slap it in people's faces right. but I'll, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'll, when i have a close friend uh, there's a, yeah if he, if he listens to this you know we go we'll go at it you know and yep. then and that's and and that's cool but totally um, fine too totally yeah, fine, yeah. You you know the the like the right audience to have those passionate conversations right. where you can fully like let down your guard and just yeah right beak right. out beak at each other but uh, when I was at Azusa. Um, it, Dr. Bonner was a great director and then this other director came in one day just came in and he led like the is like the thing called the Disney voices uh, oh and he he's the, he's the guy that um, uh, rejoice with exceeding great joy was arranged by him so he's oh, okay. he's great great his name is Derek Johnson and I remember a, this is so this is very impactful to me in uh, what he said is that he goes up and he says you know he tells a story this is Derek talking I was in in airports in dallas late at night between flights and the soap commercial came up and said you know our soap we've perfected it so much that we couldn't change it so instead we improved the box (laughs) and he said you know that's what if you if you are a believer if you're a christian you believe okay everything i mean Christ has done this perfect thing, right? You can't ma- you can't make it any better, but you can present it. Mm. You're mm-hmm. we're the presentation mm-hmm. of it. We are the mm-hmm. ones that present. So you can present it, and you can have a nice aroma. You can have a, a, a you could make it g- glorious, or you can do a, a crappy job of yeah. it. Doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't just deflect of the fact that 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 thing is perfect, but the box. And so and that's what I use that in my in in my. I believe in my art of, especially in the music side of it, is that mm. we are performing and we need to mm. do our best. We need yeah. to perform and bring the best to quality, uh, and uh, so that we are attractive. Mm-hmm. And um, and so uh, I think it's with Center Street. I used it, Rocky. I used it. My these these groups. I feel like that. I think that's what what we we should strive for, and I think that's what we do well at. So totally, that reminds cool, me of a conversation I had with one of our mutual friends who flew the nest and went to another group, um, right. which we don't hold against her. We just met yeah, her. It's all good. Um, that, <laughs> cause I was just asking, I went and saw their show last weekend. Um, and like Epic show, like super awesome. Yeah. And, um, I just asked her, you know, like for starters, how many shows they did total. Um, and then I was just saying, because like for our big shows, our spring and our Christmas, we only do one show. Well, Christmas now we do two. But um, and I just said, you know, sometimes I do wish that we had more than one show to sort of like showcase 
and experience the like high mm. and, and big energy yeah. that we get yeah. from our, our two big shows. Um, but I said, I'm sure that you're completely zonked. So they actually did four shows um, of the same show Ooh. and a Q to Q and a dress rehearsal the two days before the first show. Um, so essentially they did six shows. Um, wow. She said, it's so intense, but it's so fun and it makes all of the hard work so worth it. And I said, first, sure. like, absolutely. And then I asked her, like, is it because I know like there's a couple days where they have full like eight hour rehearsals um, prepping for their show. Like it's a lot like we have our Tuesday yeah, night yeah. rehearsals and you know, for our big show, we'll have the Q to Q and we'll have a dress rehearsal, but it's still within that two hour, whatever, three hour, however long, mm. <laughs> I don't even know yeah, how yeah. long it is. Yeah. Um, and she said, you know, I find it's so much fun. She has a lot of fun with the people. Um, and all of the extra time we put in makes the show that much more epic and cohesive. We get to deliver a very high caliber, um, show because of how much time we put into it so like kind of the same thing just like it's going to be what you make it and if you're a group that's willing to put all of that energy in then you know it's going to reflect on the product in the end which is really cool um but I'm like oh my gosh I cannot even imagine like I already feel in some ways that the time that New West has of my life granted I do things outside of Tuesday rehearsals is a lot of time I can't imagine doing like these full eight hour days Mm, on top of what we already do and I think like I'm pretty sure that their rehearsals are um like I think they have three hour rehearsals every week as opposed to the thing is with us too is we have regular rep concerts and we totally yeah we are doing they're 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 very they're very driven to the to the to the big shows the big shows yeah so we we have the community i mean we have the difference of we're doing constantly um yeah outperforming more more performances throughout right it's just yeah but it's like yeah it's it's just it's just a different yeah all of that to say like it it is it is going to be like the package is the thing that you can refine. If you have the people who right. are willing to put yeah. in that extra time right. and have um, more longer rehearsals, then it becomes, you know, it becomes a, um, I don't know, <laughs> a great show. And the expectation is the expectation is on the troops to learn their stuff. Totally. Like, I mean, so, yes. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we don't pound out it out. We don't, I mean, as much as possible, we don't pound it out. The other yeah. thing is the other thing is interesting. I mean, they're, they're doing so much more studies that how choral singing is so great for you. Like it's just 100%. so it's, it's so yeah. good for your mental yes. old, old when you're older are in life. Actually, I think there's a, some stat in Sweden. There's like 15 or 20 percent of the population singing choirs. Like it's something crazy like that. Wow. But, but, mm-hmm. I, but my my understanding is that it's get you. I mean, I mean, health wise, it's better for you. You're, you're memorizing, you're thinking, you're working, you're you're totally. you're the, the, right. the synergy of singing beside someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also it's. Conductor is like the um, the most le- long life uh, people have in any occupation is conductor because they're getting all what? these adrenaline. You know, because they're getting really? endorphins, adrenaline, uh, adrenaline driving cool. through them. So it makes it. So you see these guys are like ninety years old and they're sitting there in their chair and then totally. they stand up and they're like, oh, because. Mm. But it's just it gives so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like you're just stamping. You know, <laughs> doing labels all day. You know, or yeah. or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's that uh, is it's my career great, path. Yes, it's I do uh, just it's very. We do, JMO and I do labels. Yeah, all yeah. Day. We've, we've been we've been labeling a little bit lately. Or I mean, you look at John Williams, like he's in his nineties. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And, and he's still been composing still and directing. He's still directing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's ages. using a muscle memory, like it's using a muscle memory that you don't use in other. But it, movies, right? I mean, there's times where I yeah. I will direct and I will get shivers. Those times where I just mm. there's these moments you're just like <gasps> of just um, for lack of a better word, ecstasy. Like you're just feeling it, just yeah. adrenaline, just feeling it. So that kind of stuff, you know, gives life to. And so it is the like like a longest profession. As music thing. is i mean music is powerful yeah regardless of how you might feel like you might not enjoy performing it but or yeah. you might not enjoy sitting and listening to it in a live performance but it is life-giving like yeah there's so yeah. many areas too that it impacts like outside of even just your mental health like i can think of some kiddos that i used to work with um on the spectrum and music was like a way for them to right. communicate and like it is crazy mm. the impact that it can have on people and giving people a voice like i can think even if you want to relate it back to mental health like there's people who will then write songs and they're able to put their thoughts and their feelings and emotions into song and right. actually feel heard um that they in, in a way that they can't get out and vocalized just like in conversation with people yeah um well, it's and very like my powerful. sister-in-law nadine is a music therapist right mm-hmm. so the fact that there is a form of therapy centered around music mm-hmm. just shows mm-hmm. like how powerful music is as a mm-hmm. force not only um for like therapeutic benefit but just to engage with something so powerful and the the videos that we've I'm sure we've all seen of people that are like yeah, Parkinson's that, patients or mm, Alzheimer's yeah. patients and they and they, mm. and they remember things and they're yeah. able to move Sing properly song, yeah. and it's incredible yeah. like the yeah. regenerative power in that case that music can have totally with people as well I'm I'm curious too like as far as conducting goes like Andrea and I are both performers like we're both on the on the risers singing and like. I've been in different performing um, areas and fields as well, but doing something like being directed by somebody versus being the director, like what are Mm. some of the things that you really, obviously, like you've said, directing, you get like a rush of adrenaline and a sense of ecstasy throughout your body. Like what other things really stand out to you as massive, um, maybe benefits of conducting or just things that you've noticed about people or how, how we operate even as a species under the effects of something as powerful as music. I just think that there's something super, uh, um, sweet than when we get, you know, 60 or 70 people or 10 or 15 to be so singularly focused that we can be like a, like mm-hmm. be super quiet or super, loud or i mean there's just something when people say you it sounds like 60 people but it sounds like one voice like those yeah. are th- those are like huge yeah. compliments and and i've always been to be honest i've always been paranoid when people come up to me and they say hey uh, i love watching you conduct i i hate that i i always oh, I, <laughs> I i would always say no you're supposed to be watching the other watching the watches and they go yeah we do but we just like seeing your and i and it's mm. bother it's the last year it hasn't bought well last Half years bother me less, and it's probably because of uh, of Maestro is one reason. Mm. It's because uh, mm. Bernstein's talking about the conductor is is a performer. Like mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, I mean, he was talking about his life, how he's a 
he's a, a composer in the, in the in the solitude and silence but then when he's on stage he is also a performer and so yes. I've, I've i've been not so um paranoid about it lately but in, in the past i've always wake up oh you're supposed to you know and so i don't want to be distraction but if i can be a part of the performance then then that's okay um and then then i'll i'll accept it but um, well, and, and i've heard and, you say before too that like you're playing the con- like you're you are the person playing the choir and the orchestra yes. so yes. in that way like you are mm. very much like jimmy page playing a guitar right. solo like right. the but, instrument is the thing that's producing the sound but the player right. is the one getting that tone out of that instrument that's good mm-hmm. I, for no. some reason i was always like oh no i don't want but it, but I've changed. I've 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 been I've I'm better about it now, which is yeah. uh, interesting. And it's probably what because what Berns, Bernstein said that kind of. Um, mm. But um, it's a it's um it's a it's a special thing. It's a special thing to be to have the privilege and 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 sometimes it's overwhelming. I think oh why why am I get this get this privilege to to dress? Mm. But the, but then at the same time. We were desperate. Uh, uh, I, we were desperate. You were desperate, and, <laughs> and I, and I kind of cursed. I kind of cursed the other directors that they would suck, and they were they were that good. So, and here we are. <laughs> and here we are, stuck with me. Uh, unexpected to... turn of events. Yeah. <laughs> Not an expert on anything, just an unexpected turn. I'm just expert. That's right. But, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Tell us about, so you've kind of touched a little bit on the fact that you're um, leading these two groups and there's some similarities and there's some differences and just some of your experiences yeah. with both of those. But um, I know that you are also dabbling in another arts sector um, and wonder what you can share with the class on that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you us you're your class? teacher without telling us you're a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I am a producer, uh, film and TV. And again, um, I'll explain that my dad, uh, someone asked my dad lately. So uh, are you surprised that your, your son's into film? And he goes, no, no, my son was always, always was into that. And so when I remember in grade eight, seven and eight, my friend, Kevin Birch and I, we, uh, had my, I had a little, I had a little video camera. I mean, it was crappy for me. It was, <laughs> it was in the, you know. Was We're talking was about eighties, so. right? Early, early eighties, <laughs> and so I remember in Saskatoon. Oh, geez, we're in Saskatoon, and we did the we did like four little short movies, and then we put and we we did the all the acting, and we we act we acted we would change outfits, and then we'd be, uh, and we'd like oh my god, it was like it was based like on an Indiana Jones type of idea, yeah. And cool. uh, so we did these little thing, and then um and then we put music to it, and so so he was like, yeah, no, I would I would, I always thought actually Henrik would get into that eventually, so. In about it was 2002, 2001, um, Andrew Love and Nicole Owen and I uh, thought of an idea of a mockumentary uh, based on those that do karaoke. Uh, so cool. uh, we wrote oh, this mo- we wrote this open scripts and characters and um, I raised money and we went and shot it here in Calgary. So it's called Reverb. Okay. And and um 
it was uh it was a great experience i mean a lot of the rocky kids were in it um and um jeff bruner can you still was, watch jeff it bruner like, was it... one of the leads he was oh billy God. moynihan hey. yeah that's yeah. so funny wow um, so it um i then it went to a few festivals and went to a, an, an off uh off the beaten path festival in toronto that was against the toronto film festival called reverb fest i mean sorry called rebel fest and it won like the audience participation and all stuff and then went to some other places but the problem with the um the main main part is that distribution rights on the music because like um mm. at oh, that point sure. i would have to get a license right like i remember calling to try to get a van uh sorry led zeppelin song and it was like 400 grand like it was ridiculous Holy smokes. and then uh we kind of ran out of money and then to even do the festival route there's you can get a festival license and they were still expensive so one day when when i you know when everything uh, is better for me and i got a film going then i'll, I'll then i'll probably just upload it to like um a YouTube channel or whatever and, and pay right. those licenses then. But sure. um so yeah, it was called Reverb and it's it's super funny. Like it's it was very well done. I had an American um director come up and do it. And we had some American um actors come up. So how uh wow. can we find it? Can I watch it? I'll I'll do one day I'll do a, a private uh viewing here. Um it's not uh, available online? No, not yet. Because I gotta pay for the music licenses oh, and I have I have gotcha, the paper. Gotcha, gotcha. Before what you don't just have 400 grand lying around for a Zeppelin well, yeah license? It, it'd probably be cheaper now that it'd probably be cheaper but uh but at that sure. point i couldn't get some some of the songs so um we made we would make songs that sounded like abba but weren't ABBA, you know that kind of stuff right yeah so um but then um after reverb i just started getting passionate about it and um i met some people in the industry from this and um so Got a friend of mine to write a, a historical drama uh, based on a Canadian. I, I'm not going to give you huge details, but anyways, um, uh, about uh, Canada. And um, that one is uh, is a great script and actually it's gotten getting traction right now. Um, yeah, um, um, there's a couple of people that are petitioning for that to happen. Um, and it's it has a western feel to it's like the late uh late 80, um, 1850 to 1880 nice. um and then um uh, my partner uh rewrote that so it was you so i have a i had a writer that's a really great writer named tim and he's but he's really good at um books he's not nearly mm. good like a screenplay so then i then my partner gorman wrote the screen took it and, and adapted it to a screenplay mm. uh, format okay. um so then gorman and i became friends and um he had a christmas he had a christmas feature that he had started uh an or like an origin uh christmas feature and um he was like realized halfway through that it's going to be too much money to like it's going to be a big mm. budget money and he so he stopped writing i said don't and he told me about it you got to finish that so he finished that. I found some money for him to finish it. And then uh, so he could go in a hole and finish it. And then we went to Cannes Film Festival and we built some relationships. So with the because we want the shot to be shot uh, to be shot in Spain mm-hmm. and also Turkey. And we have friends and a partnership in Turkey. And they just are just opening a brand new studio called the World of Movie Studio in Istanbul. Cool. It's going to be the biggest studio uh, wow. studio in uh, Europe and in the Middle East. And um, so. And they're partners with us on this uh, Christmas origin. That's incredible. It's, it's, it's a very, very epic Christmas, but it's like that's like a fifty million dollar picture. 
So mm. we're right now, actually, right now, we're going out to offers to a, a AAA a director and a AAA um, uh, actor that we want. It's a lot. It's so much no about it's so it's, a, wow. it's so much about connecting. Uh, you can have a script that's great, but we could sell the script to Sony or to sure. uh, Universal, but then we would lose control of it, and we don't sure. want to lose control. Right. So yeah, we want to. We, uh, they call it a cold script. It's just we don't want a cold script. So we want to attach now. We have this great script, which is the most important thing. Now we want to attach talent to it. Yes. So we're just um, uh, going. What after is those. a triple A? What does that mean? We're not going after Bradley Cooper, but Bradley Cooper would be a triple A uh, okay. actor. You know that the, the highest like, tier. So, so is it is A list then below that? Well, that yeah, I I think it's A, a list. You could say. Okay. But I think we, but our, our, yeah, we want that, you know, that. Please that remember me when you get famous and meet all these no, celebrities. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you I am available. It's, it's, for... So word carpet is Robin, Henrik, and Andrea is there too. Why is why is Andrea? I she am their like, adopted I, I, daughter. Obviously, I, 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 pro- I promised her <laughs> it's that she perfect could go. cover. <laughs> I'll let my dad know in advance. It'll be fine. Perfect. So, uh, so that's going out to uh, director, but it's, but it is a lot of it is about money too. You know, you yeah, need, you sure. need funders, you need people that are passionate about the project. They fall in love with the project. Cause we you have, said, sorry, this, this started all back. This is like back. Like how long has this process been? So the, 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 the Canadian Western has been a, a while. I mean, that's, that's been a while. And, um, you know, and, but the, the Christmas one has been, you know, I, when people say maybe six years now or something, but people say right. when they say when they say this movie took 10, 12, 15 years, well, I know what they're talking about. Right. Because right. You know, that took yeah. for it's it is a long process. Yeah. And and um and again, um once you're famous or once you got you know things under your belt, then you can just go to the people and make deals. Yeah, then, right? then you've but, got some pull. So for you sure. got some pull. So we have another one that is um I'm very passionate about too. It's another it's a jazz biopic. It's about one of the jazz greats that's not many people know about him, and uh, it would be uh, it's the forties and fifties. And uh, are you allowed uh, to say what, who? I don't know if I should say who because I don't want to steal this, steal the idea. But that's fair. We are a viral podcast, people, so <laughs> no. But like, it, like, but he's like, uh, he's like of the caliber of Miles Davis and all. Um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, Miles Davis and and Duke Ellington is he's that he's yeah. like that quality. Yeah. But he's got an amazing story and. Um, um we have on that one that's where i have uh mervyn warren is our music producer mervyn warren um he did uh he was in take six in the early days uh and then he also then he went on his own and he did uh, the, the preacher's wife soundtrack he did sister mm-hmm. act two he did okay. uh, nice. the wedding nice. planner he did mm-hmm. all these so he's wow. uh, our music producer on that and he's in la and i'll see him I'll see him next week. Or nice gonna, when you, you know, eat your so In-N-Out burger. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a nice little In-N-Out <laughs> uh, burger, and I'll take a picture and send it to you. Thank you so much. She's sticking out her tongue at me. Uh, he's he's a great guy. He's like uh, people throw out genius, but he's for music wise, he's a he's a mm, genius. He's the one. Cool. He, he did the version of "I Love the Lord" that Robin sang. Mm. Uh, okay. De, uh, Robin sang at rehearsal yes. when when uh, Paul was going through tough times, and then then Des. Did it at the at the right mm-hmm. the concert. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. 
Then we have a couple Swedish. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I've gone to Berlin to the European film market a few times. Hope to go again uh, in a couple weeks. But um, there is, uh, we have a, a Swedish immigrant story. Uh, it's based on a soccer, uh, soccer phenomenon, little young boy that kind of is in trouble. Um, that's a cool one. It's, and I'll give you that name. It's called King Khan because he's from yeah. Turkey and Khan as a K A A N, which he's a Turkish immigrant in Sweden. And it's, it's super cool. So I'm going to, oh. and we had a couple of companies interested in it right now. So we'll get a few pursuing that. And then we have another middle Eastern drama. That's probably going to be set in, in Egypt, um, family drama that we had a great writer from Iceland. So I got my hands in all these different, you know, continents. And, mm. and that's, that's why I will, um, be mean to Andrea when I'm in LA for a day or two and send a picture of in and out. <laughs> but actually, I actually like flying from Calgary to, to Los Angeles, like two hours and 20 minutes. Like it's not very long. No. And then from there, long. flying to New York is it's a direct flight. It's four hours, 40 minutes. That's not no, bad. It's, uh, it's not bad. And so it's actually a nice commute. So I go stay with my, my cousin uh, who we have a lot of projects together or who, uh, he lives in uh, LA or I stay with Christine Chester who used to be lead at Rocky back in the day. And um, so um, I'm there and I try to push these projects along. That's so cool. that's, Man, it's got a, a lot of thumbs and a lot of pies. No, there, there is, a, there <laughs> really? is. So, that's you know, incredible. irons in the fire and then one, yeah. you know, one hits, then they'll say, what else do you got? Yeah. Are you, yeah, working, we're, we're, are you working on all of them sort of at the same time or is it like, this one is moving right now, so you're working on this one, and then you'll come back to that one when this one gets to a certain point and you can't do anymore? I would say I'm working them all a little bit at the same time. And then, okay. again, okay. Uh, and then, yeah, and then we actually, um, Marcus and I are going out to a, a ranch uh, uh, that he got connected to uh, that has bison, buffalo. And uh, mm. remember that argument we had on Sunday? Yes, about yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, because we have another one. I have another very cool western um that is um uh, my partner robert just wrote uh that uh, we would we would shoot here that one we would shoot in southern alberta like just outside of calgary cool. so i need to go look, i need to go i need to go look uh for um so that one he is he's got some people he's pitching that one too it's a it's a feature film and again nice. we we would do it in it would be um it's a it's a cool one, and again, I'm not going to say anything about it. But but we're gonna we're gonna Marcus and I are going out on Saturday to go take a look cool. at this, nice. this, um, this cool. ranch. Um, so so all awesome. it's 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 fun. It's uh, I mean it it hasn't. I mean I got to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I'm lucky I married Robin because we're both kind of hey jazz. We're both kind of go with the flow. Right. If it was yeah. someone that said uh, you need to be doing mm. this, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure how <laughs> how long we would have lasted if it was someone yeah. different. So we're both she she allows me to play in this is realm and 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 for me I hope that she you know starts pursuing she is starting to pursue you know singing again professionally like auditions and stuff like that and because and so nice. so I think that's a good thing is we're both we're both um, maybe it's a good not a good thing maybe we would be more stable if we had one of them the person saying hey stop <laughs> goofing around but we both. Um, well, you guys are doing what you love to do, we, which we, is awesome. We understand. Yeah. We understand yes. each other. Yeah. Like you're, we, you're, we you're pursuing each other's passions and you're really like at the end of your life, are you going to regret, you know, 
not having financial sub- stability or are you going to regret not pursuing the things that you wanted to pursue? Right. Yeah. Right. I was telling her the other day, I said, I'm 53. I said, in 27 years, I'm going to be 80. I got to get going. <laughs> You're and right. Like, you that was a weird. Yeah. That was a weird. years from now. I sure. just, but it gets, it, I, when I know you guys are, younger than me but it gets <laughs> fast it gets faster the years fly I mean, by yeah yeah they just start flying oh, yeah. by and you're and i was, yeah. I was like and she's like that's ridiculous to even think that, that. i said no i got i got no i i i, I mean i truly want to conduct until i fall over so either i fall over in a symphony chorus concert or i keel over in a new west concert but yeah <laughs> i want to go you know that's the way i want to go i don't yeah. see giving giving those things up but uh, mm. uh and i don't i don't understand retirement either that does a weird concept to me like why mm. You know, so again, John Williams, he he, he never retired. Yeah. He was doing what he loved to do. So he just kept on doing it. Right. Totally. So that's yeah. the same thing for me. And again, I was, you know, I want to get, I mean, I want to get a lot done. And hopefully when I'm 90, I'm still healthy, but you know, I want to get a lot done. And, and that's the, it's like, oh, let's, let's get going. Like carpe diem. I know it's overdone phrase and all that stuff, but you know, yeah. but I think, I think that you're in a profession too that like it's it's sort of like a lucky thing to be able to make the thing that is the thing you love your job also, right? Like right. I think a lot right. of people mm, I think yeah. a lot of people like I I do love teaching, but like I I would much rather just sit home and read books all day, right. every day, like, <laughs> right. but I can't get paid. Well, actually I probably could find some sort of employment of getting paid to read books, but there would be a lot more involved in it than just sitting down and reading a book. Um, but, Rob, but we, like, we re- we read this book called the dream giver and, and Robin pulled it up mm-hmm. again, the bot and uh, the audio book. And, and it's the argument is in his, that every one of you has a dream mm-hmm. and it might, and it's not being a movie star. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's being, yeah, something that you excel at, and you everybody has this innate dream in themselves. Totally. And so to find that, because because again, you might have to do be an accountant during the day, but totally. Uh, but at night yes. or, or your your other yeah. thing, what's your other thing that's your dream? Yeah. You know, is so, that the one where it talks? It's the story of ordinary, right? Yeah. 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 Aww, so it's I gotta I gotta read that book. What was it called? I again? have it. You can borrow it. It's the a, dream it's giver. The dream giver. But it's I, I do was, think he I, I do think he is true to that the, yeah. that we all everybody does have that that passion in them mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. they might have forgotten about it or buried it uh, or they can't for they say they can't for some reason but everybody has that totally. little thing so to find right. that or to rekindle that yeah it's we we live in a society at least I feel like I live in a society where the thing that is the thing that we love is not a yeah like it's not a thing that we can make the living off of. And so it's hard then mm. to make your living, to be able to see, sustain a lifestyle so that you can also actually right. fit in the time to do the thing that you really love. So that's why right. I was saying yeah. it's, it's like, it's lucky that you, you do get to have the one thing be both. And, um, right. Yeah. And the older I get, I realize I'm, I'm more project based. Like I know the spring concert mm. has been stressing me out because I want it to be so, progr- so great, but I do like the, the the adrenaline to a project finishing so right. like the spring concert sure. the christmas concert a film those are all things that go to a, a an ending that is and then and then you move on to the next thing sure. i i do like that and that was probably i mean center street was so every week right it's just the every week the century church which i mean mm. uh, i think 
I don't know if I could have done that for 30 years. I just, mm. uh, because it's just the, 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 the grind of the weekly thing. Yeah. Um, and, so and there's certainly a value in the consistency of it yeah. and in the, the repetition, like there is a value in that, but yeah, at the same time, like you're not getting the same massive dopamine hit that you right. are at the end of a concert at the yeah. Jack Singer right, or right. Carnegie Hall or something, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not quite the same. Or, and, or one day it's, starts it's a different setting, you know? Yeah. And I, and, and I, I will, I will, I will, I just can't wait for the day where, you know, this little dream of some film or something, and then, yeah. then going into the theater at yeah. the premiere yeah. and Andrea's there with Robin for some weird reason. And, <laughs> but then seeing that come to its end and it's, yeah. and it's, and yes. it's, the baby has been delivered and yes. now it's, you know, that's, yes. it's, it's, I was just thinking that. Yeah. I was thinking that as you were talking, a, it was like, how, um, how does it all like on the flip side, how does it feel? Because you haven't yet had the experience of being able to finish a film. How does it feel mm. then to like, how do you maintain your excitement and your hope and your, you know, just like that, whatever to keep yeah, you going in this process of actually getting to the completion. No, part. it is. It No, I'll be no, uh, I'll be lying. If it's not a grind, like some days yeah. it's like, you're like, but at the same time, I've told so many people that I'll never give up. That's a, yeah. again, maybe it's a flaw or whatever, but I'm not no. going to give up. I'm not going to give up. So I will keep on going. And, which is, um, awesome. which is it may be stupid, but it's, but at the, at the same time, it would be too. It would be. It would be too soul crushing to quit. To me, I just. Well, I would have. And I, I just feel have like to go. you are also like. I think there's something to say for like when you get so far into the yeah. planning stage of things and like, you know, it's. <laughs> I think back to the experience I had in the summer, um, trying to get passports for me and my two kids, and <laughs> I waited for two hours, um, just to even like talk to a person Man. to say. Okay, like I like had to go wait in like a separate room um, <laughs> before I could go to the room to actually wait to then see an right. officer who would approve the passports. Wow. Um, only to find out that when I got into the second room to then go and see the officials to get the passports approved that my pictures were four days expired. Oh. And so I couldn't actually. Oh. But it's like, Brutal. you know, like I kind yeah. of you, you get to a point. I think I might have noticed while I was waiting here, but I was like, I've been here for like an hour and 35 minutes. I have to. I have to like at least go and make sure that they won't just be like, oh, it's only four days ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I. I mean, Bonk. there are yes, there are there are some days I'm like, oh man, okay, all right. Totally. But 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 again, there is always that excitement of the possibility. So I, I mm. it keeps me he keeps me going. And it will make going. it will make when you do get to the day that much more rewarding. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Because yeah. you'll remember all those times that you were like waiting for a meeting or waiting for something yeah. to happen or waiting for the for the green light from somebody or waiting on a on a plane to go somewhere. Right. Like yeah. All yeah. of those moments are going to add up in your mind in that mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. which will make you so much more grateful in that moment and then make you so much more excited for the next project and propel yeah. you into that adventure, yeah. too. I'm sure yeah. like like your A-list actors will have a similar story of like, you know, all of the small projects that they started out on and they just want, like, I think it was, um, I just saw, I don't know if it was E news or entertainment tonight on Instagram, but Jonathan Bennett who played, um, Aaron Samuels in mean girls. Mm. Um, (laughs) 
And he... <laughs> wow. <laughs> whatever. There's, there's a throwback. Uh, he just recently... I know. He just recently, like, he posted a video of telling his husband that he got booked for Broadway. Like, he's just gotten his yeah. first Broadway gig. Wow. And that's, like, yeah. that is the dream for him. Sure, of course. And he's just, like, his husband comes over to embrace him. And you can just physically see that mm. he is shaking from the excitement, the emotion, yeah. like, just everything of, like, this is what I've been working towards and I finally got it. Like, wow. So yeah. if you need to just hug someone and cry in their shoulders when the day comes, Henrik, Robin and I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'll, I'll be at, I'll got be at the pub yourself. with a celebratory pint. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be, yeah. yeah. Oh man. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, I, I didn't. Uh, no, and we also have an animation. I forgot to say, we have an animation mm-hmm. pro- oh, wow. that's based on that's based on a Jules Verne book that we've updated oh, nice. it from from uh, the 1800s to outer space. <laughs> it's outer oh, space nice. now. Cool. Nice. It's that's super awesome. cool. So that's it's cool. a yeah, it's a it's a young uh, hero, um, and it'll that's be cool. That's done, and, or that's in. No, that's uh, and then we have a company uh, uh, called Lighthouse um, out of Turkey that is unbelievable. Like they are Pixar quality. And so we wow. have a script for them. And right now, then now they're doing character art for these, nice. uh, for these, uh, and the kind of the characters and the, and the ships and everything. Uh, and so then we're going, you know, you're going to start bringing it up to different festivals um, to where the people come for investing in. And cool. so um, right. like, and, and, and I mean, I mean, I always say I'd love to be at the Academy Wars one day and, and, and be up there, but animation is often, there's only, there's a lesser pool. So, you know, um, there's a good chance, you know, that could be nominated, but sure. Um, cause if it, Robin it is, is that, busy it is with good. her vocal stuff and you need a plus one, I am available. <laughs> I will clear my schedule. If, if you need a voice I, actor, I mean, <laughs> I'm down. Jane was down. <laughs> um, the Oscars are coming. Have they you guys are? watched of all the films yeah. yet? No. no. Not yet. I've watched Barbie. Not even close. <laughs> and you've all the only one I've I watched seen. Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, actually, it was, I don't know. I was watching. Uh, I tried to make Robin watch uh, Oppenheimer. Have you seen Oppenheimer? Mm, no, not yet. No. You gave me grief. What? Wait, what are you talking about? It's, don't well, be surprised. On, um, We've already talked about this. You can't just be like, eh, what? <laughs> literally, Jamie was not seen five times over. I know. I know. Robin, it's, we it's we watched same. it. We we watched it, it one one day. We watched the twenty minutes of it, and then we watched another twenty minutes. She's like, I, I don't get this at all. <laughs> <laughs> She's never gonna finish that movie. But uh, I, I it's, where it's is, next. where's it available on? I think it's on Apple, right? But you have to pay for it or something. You can get it on the yeah, it's, but it's not. It's like seven bucks on. You know, I am was, too cheap. Uh, forever and ever. I don't think it's true. Uh, I need to see list in front of me. I got to go through these. I need to see killers of the flower moon. I guess we were just talking about that before you came on. Yeah. Um, my brother-in-law and sister or no, my brother-in-law read like the whatever blurb about it to see what it was about. And he's very interested. I don't know if he's seen it yet, but very heavy content movie. That's on Apple. If you have Apple, then it's free now on Apple. Okay. But, um, it's, um, (laughs) when I was, uh, when I was younger, I was compared. I was often compared to Leo face wise. Mm-hmm. Now I get I get a lot of Kurt Russell now too. It's weird. To oh, me. Okay, like, yeah, I can see that. Again, Kurt Russell, Leo's and Leo, a little bit more of a round face. Like I think he's. I don't so know. now, but the funny thing is, is that uh, uh, 
Leo's face has changed a little bit. It's almost mm-hmm. it's almost become fat, like not not fatter, but it's become it's more so round. Now, yeah, it's more round now. It's like mm-hmm. that's weird. His face shape um, has changed. But uh, have you guys have you seen Maestro? No, okay, we no, don't need to go through yet. this because you'll just be so mad at us. For cannot all be doing. Seen, you can't okay? be talking about Oscars. You haven't watched them. You should come back and do an Oscar thing. We we we, we, we do. <laughs> Yeah, but you have to past, watch them the past, before you do them. But okay, for the I past two seasons, we have soon, done okay? <laughs> we have done an Oscars episode, kind of in yes. preparation for the Oscars, yes, and all of that. So we had Chad on for an episode. Seen, two have years you ago. seen them? Have you seen uh, the movies some, before? Yeah, <laughs> no. not all of them, but I've definitely seen more than I have this year so far. Yeah, you've only seen Barbie. Leave Which me is excellent. Alone, it it's is terrific. I laughed. I'm I laughed so. That neither Greta Gerwig nor Greta Gerwig Margo, should have been. Nor, that, uh, yeah. Mar- Margot Robbie got nominated. Margot That's Robbie a, for sure should have been for bummer uh, director. Yeah. What do you look at? Who's here? everyone in the theater heard him laughing? At oh, what? hello, oh hello, Barbie? Robin. Yeah, oh, I was laughing. The loudest laugh you've ever heard in your life. We still have not seen Henrik yes. this entire time, and so I that was an un, that was an unexpected moment with there we Robin go entering the room. Yeah, she came. Henrik's she, camera she, has been wait, kind she, of frozen. She this popped time. it. That, that it, she saved the camera. Uh, I loved Barbie, uh, and great. I loved uh, Maestro. I mean, I, it's only it's actually too bad that Maestro, that Maestro was up this year against. Um, Oppenheimer, because Oppenheimer's going to win. Oppenheimer's oh, you think gonna so? Win. That's your, that's your, you've because heard it here, folks. Just Henry too Peterson's epic. Vote is that Jillian Murphy is amazing, but this, this pro, and the sad thing is, is that Bradley Cooper's amazing and Meister's amazing. It's just <laughs> the just, sad thing is, Bradley he's just Cooper's up against amazing. Oppenheimer. He won't, yeah. he won't win, and that's too bad because he directed it. Um, one of um, uh, my 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 partner, my film partner Robert, his his wife is really close friends with the DP who did who was a director photographer Maestro, cool. and uh, so and she said it was a tough shoot, but it looks amazing. Mm. I mean, it was. It, uh, well, you know what? You know what we should do, Andrea, for our Oscars episode this year. We should get Henrik on. We have Henrik on. We should definitely get Henrik on for that. Rag on this, me for this not. Is a, this is a few minutes well that we don't have the time to plumb right now. <laughs> <laughs> I do just have like one kind of wrap up question to title together a bit. Um, I know that being musical and being so involved with film obviously involves a high level of creativity and passion for sure. Mm -hmm. So what areas do you see those two things that creativity and passion, like what parallels do you see between what you do in music with new west and the symphony chorus and Mm. areas like film and the projects that you're working on there like what what skills have you developed maybe in the choir that are helping you in the film industry and maybe vice versa Uh, i think that i have um little ideas you know and so those ideas can be something small and can then also or be something become something big so i think those are similar like uh for Mm. You know, I can imagine something. I can imagine what the concert will be like in in uh, it, for for New West. We're doing Canadian music. For Symphony yeah. Force, we're doing we're doing Broadway. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, I can imagine 
this moment. And then that's the same thing for film. Like some of these films are not my idea originally, but I've, I've joined on to them. And, right. and but, but some of them are my idea from the beginning, like a um, little story. And so it's, um, it's, it's the, the, the exciting part is when something small, a seed grows to, to something that is mm. a, a fruit or a plant or a beautiful plant or, or a flower. That That's, that's a cool thing. And that's what gives, that's what's all about, all about creativity. It's just that to have a, a, a th- thought in your mind and, and some of them might suck, you know, and that's the beauty right. of it. So by the way, there was a sure. dumb idea, but some of them might go through the sift and then go, Oh, that's a little gem there. So uh, again, I'm not, not, that's not to pat myself on the back, but just encouraging everybody that if you have that little creativity, you know, it's okay to take a swing at it. And if it, it doesn't work out, then okay. But, but I learned something from that and I'm going to do something else. So mm. I think there is very much crossover between, between obviously between music and film is so intertwined and, and there's so much crossover, but yeah, just that, yeah. those little moments of, um, yeah. I mean, some of these songs, I know everybody's making fun of me that some of these songs in a rep are so sad, <laughs> Yeah, but they are they're just, they're so deep though. Like, I mean, and then you can have the, the, the as we talked about, you know, you can have the, uh, Rick's pop, Rick's potato chips, and then you can also have the, you know, yeah, those deep things, which, which I think is important because if it's all heavy, 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 the whole concert, or if it's all just froth, the whole concert, then too. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, I think it's, uh, I think creativity is in all of us, into different levels or in different, yeah. Different things. And agree. again, I would encourage your, your your listeners to, you know find that what that little what your little dream is what the and and if it's been if it's been covered up and if it's been doused a bit you know uh yeah yeah, we only have one life for pete's sake Mm -hmm. i I only got 27 years i'm gonna be 80 Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) you're so close man you better watch out (laughs) my dad is 84 and he's still conducting he is Mm. he goes uh, like once a month they're doing concerts he's He's just still going at it, and he has he has ailments in his body, and he's still going. Um, so, good for him. Mm-hmm. But, well, and, and yeah, that's that's his passion, right? And right? He's still choosing to create with that passion, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. That was thanks fun. Thanks for coming. Yeah. On. Thanks for coming. This was awesome. This, uh, man, it was it was cool to learn so much more about you yeah, too because like yeah, i didn't know you went to school for poli sci and, you know, i didn't surprises yeah definitely some some little gems in there so thanks for hanging out with us tonight cool appreciate it thanks so much bye bye internet bye. world <laughs> <laughs>